This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amial Saleh and Hani Balkis. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Balqis, with Omnia Salah, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world and in the UAE. And ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot in store for you, especially when talking about the App Store and what's going on with WhatsApp. Yes, indeed. WhatsApp has been making headlines. It has made a lot of noise on social media because a lot of people are surprised by the fact that they've changed their terms and conditions and that now... They are choosing to share our information with Facebook. But what no one has expected for this to happen is the fact that WhatsApp group chat links have been seen again on Google search. So does this mean that our private conversations are no longer private? Who knows? I mean, when you have a WhatsApp group link, you can just click on it and you are admitted to the group. But we're also talking about Intel and how they're launching a real sense ID facial recognition tech that does use the company's deaf sensing cameras a lot of big words from a big company. Yes, indeed. Coming up on the show as well, we're talking about the second, one of the second biggest uh, chatting platforms that have risen to the ranks in a very, very short amount of time. Signal has stopped the free apps category on the App Store and it has beat WhatsApp, surprisingly, also right here in the UAE. Now, we do know that Elon Musk has been pushing for the use of Signal, and we do know that uh, Elon Musk is an influencer. Anything mm-hmm. he talks about, whether it's the <laughs> stock market or an app, it does skyrocket as he is the richest person in the world. But we're also talking about Apple and how they're going to launch a thinner, lighter, low-cost iPad this year. Yes, indeed. In the world of apps, lots is happening as well with Facebook because they are planning to remove the like button from all public pages. What could this mean to all of their customers? I don't know. I don't use Facebook. But uh, what I do believe is that they kind of don't want to uh, push the agenda where uh, likes influence the, the, the mindset of people. Yes. So are they changing their algorithm? Lots and lots is in store on today's show. So keep Pulse 95 locked and we'll be right back. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UE and around the world. WhatsApp has been making headlines this past weekend and it is definitely stretching into this week. But this time it's not about WhatsApp being uh, basically changing its terms and conditions, but rather WhatsApp being not as private as we want it to be. Because WhatsApp group chat links are being seen again on Google search and a lot of people are worried that their private groups have now become public. Yes, indeed. Now, Google once again has gained indexed invite links to private WhatsApp group chats, meaning anyone and anyone can join various private chat groups with a simple search. Now, WhatsApp is making several private groups available across the web by indexing group chat invites as their links can be accessed by anyone using a simple search on Google. So let's say, for example, uh, on Google search, I type in uh, Future Talk uh, 95 group team, Mm -hmm. team group, Mm -hmm. right? And I search that on Google, there will be a link to that WhatsApp group chat. And then anyone who searched that, uh, that index can click on it and then they will be prompted to WhatsApp and can join the group. Now, uh, that is a big no-no and that is a big privacy concern because obviously some people use WhatsApp group chats 
for bigger and uh, maybe even more important things. Yes, indeed. But the thing that a lot of people are forgetting about is the fact that every group tends to have an admin. So I feel like as the admin of a specific group, you can still have access to who is participating in yes. that group. Does it cause any privacy threats? Definitely mm-hmm. it does. Yes. And this is exactly why independent mm-hmm. cybersecurity researchers have actually shared different screenshots uh, showing the indexing of WhatsApp group chats, invites mm-hmm. on Google. So it is a big thing. It's a big issue when it comes to privacy, especially from such a known social media platform. Now, I do believe we should tackle this problem and criticize WhatsApp just like how we criticized Zoom. Yes. Now, Zoom, when when we had the, the phenomena of Zoom bombing, Zoom was under a lot of pressure and a lot of fire because anyone can join these group chats. Now, when we're talking about Zoom, I do believe that uh, Zoom is a more of a public and type of not interpersonal connection because mm-hmm. obviously when we go to the Zoom conferences, we're talking about Zoom conferences with business meetings, uh, university students, etc. But now we're talking about WhatsApp. We're going interpersonal because all of us, and we can say all of us, have group chats with our family members across the world. So someone who is a stranger being opted to get get into our group chat, uh, that is a big no-no as an invasion of privacy. I mean, you you did talk about Omnia how uh, the admin has control over it, mm-hmm. but when you have such a big group of 25 how to 30 members, <laughs> most of the time, the link, will, all you need is a link. Just join the True. link and you're good to go. I mean, uh, I remember when uh, my uncle, he wanted to, uh, to give away his pet parrot. Mm-hmm. All he needed to do was go on Instagram and there was a WhatsApp group link to click on and it, he joined the group and, he's, and he gave away his pet parrot. Now, it can be used for good and it can be used for bad. Now, obviously, the accessibility that anyone could join that group is a great, great accessibility. But at the same time, we're looking at when anyone can get a group link chat to my family group, that is a big no-no. Access to my pictures, access to a lot of things. And may, let's talk, let's be real right now. A lot of older people don't know how to use WhatsApp that intensively to know whether or not a stranger has entered the group chat. It's a double-edged sword, and you're definitely right about that, especially because nowadays a lot of sensitive content has been shared on WhatsApp. We're talking about everything from bank accounts, you know, screenshots yes. of your uh ID, your passport, you name it. It has been shared on WhatsApp. We do want to remind all of you that it's not the best platform to go ahead and share content on. And this is exactly why, because such catastrophes can happen. Now, recently, WhatsApp has faced the huge security crisis when over 4,000 links were inviting people to join private groups that have been indexed on Google. Now, such a big data breach has been causing a lot of people to lose trust in WhatsApp. Now, the links that users wish to share privately with people that they know and that they trust should not be posted on a publicly accessible website. But sadly, some people think that Instagram, Facebook, you name it, are private and they go ahead and share all of those links on such platforms, which in the end causes them to regret it. Now, what's up in general has been under a lot of fire because obviously, number one, we talked about this before the beginning of the new year, Mm -hmm. 2021, how what's up was forcing you to accept the new terms and conditions thus creating a spiral downwards towards how private is what's up we had the richest man in the world elon musk say stop using what's up now elon musk's influence is huge that's number oh, one yes if he says that the sky is green everyone will believe that the sky is green <laughs> and 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 number two we're looking at yes what's up is becoming more and more public now we do know world leaders again i'm talking about world leaders use what's up 
U.S. President Donald Trump, Jared Kushner, use WhatsApp and their chats have been le uh, leaked to a Russian uh, hacking agency in the past. So we're looking at WhatsApp uh, is being used by a lot of big names. And these big names, uh, the content that, that, that they, they exchange with one another could be a security risk to the world. Is it losing its place in comparison to Signal? This is definitely something that we're going to be tackling in just a few moments. But let's move on to talk a little bit about some positive news happening with Intel and news that is making sure that our privacy is safe because Intel has recently launched the RealSense ID, a facial recognition technology that is using the company's depth sensing cameras. Yes, now Intel has launched RealSense ID, a facial recognition solution that relies on a RealSense depth sensing technology. Now, RealSense did start as a Kinect-style camera for a touch-free interaction, but now RealSense ID does seem like Intel's attempt to reposition its camera business towards secure, on-device facial recognition first, while also potentially putting the company in the crossfire of controversy. Yes, indeed. A lot of people have been using biometrics to access their bank accounts, to access their phones, and Intel is trying to fit itself into that competition because a device that they have created can basically learn and adapt to our faces over time. So it'll work around facial hair, it adjusts to the different skin tones, which in the past has been a big issue whenever we're talking about facial recognition. There has been multiple incidents of bias where facial recognition tech would recognize people who are white but not people who are dark-skinned and Intel is definitely working around it but it's also adjusting to people wearing face masks so this tech is currently being worked on and they're planning to integrate it into other pro products uh, and they're planning to also integrate it into their computers for those of you who don't know Intel is actually one of the biggest uh, computer manufacturing mm -hmm. companies mm -hmm. and Apple used to previously depend on Intel for all of its chips. Yes, now Intel is uh, one of the biggest, if not the big, the biggest uh, CPU manufacturer, Intel i7, i5. You are probably, you, you've probably heard of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, Intel's RealSense tech has been knocking around for several years now, popping up in odd tech demo use cases, like inserting your face into a game which is called Fallout 4, and more useful ones like unlocking a laptop with Windows Hello. Now, Intel does suggest that this new application of RealSense could be used in a variety of settings, like ATMs, registers, and smart locks. What the company doesn't mention, though, is the other popular use of facial recognition, governments and law enforcement agencies tracking and profiling people. Now, ladies and gentlemen, again, facial recognition throughout the years has been under a lot of fire. Who can use it and who shouldn't use it? That's number one. Number two, uh, we're looking at facial recognition when it comes to your phone mm -hmm. now when you use uh, when you unlock your phone you're using facial id face id and a lot of people are saying okay 100 percent. but where is this information going a lot of ins and outs when it does come to facial recognition just like your biometrics when you use that fingerprint scanner but i want to know your guys thoughts 4215 let us know share your thoughts with us coming up on the show we're talking all about facebook removing its like button from all public pages are they choosing to change the algorithm this is something that we're going to be tackling in just a few moments you're, You're listening, listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Pulse 95. Facebook is making headlines, and it's been a while since Facebook has made headlines. But recently, it's always been associated with WhatsApp, simply because 
they have recently changed their privacy measures and they've decided to include Facebook in all of our private conversations when it comes to WhatsApp. But today, they're making headlines because they have decided to remove the like button from all of their public pages. Yes, now aiming towards simplifying its overall design for the users, the social media giant Facebook has dropped the like button from all of its public pages, which are generally used by public figures, artists, brands, and even social media influencers. Now, according to a post in a more and a move towards helping users connect with different artists and brands in an easier manner, Facebook pages will now only show the number of followers along with a dedicated newsfeed section for users to join conversations, interact, and engage with others. Now, Omnia, when we're looking at Facebook, we're looking at Facebook as a big platform. Now, yes. we do know that social media in general uh, has been influencing a lot of good and a lot of bad things. Now, when we're talking about social media, the past couple, the past week, now let's go and start from January 1st, 2021. Mm-hmm. Now, we do know that... Uh, Uh, In the the United States, Mm -hmm. uh, the U.S. Capitol was invaded by Mm -hmm. uh, protesters and rioters uh, who wanted to bid a, uh, what do they call it, a a, a riot because they didn't want U.S. President Donald Trump uh, to To lose the election. Yes. Yes. And we're seeing that social media was used to kind of promote this into a way to stop the verification or the validity of President-elect Joe Biden today uh, on, the, on that day. Yes, indeed. But now we're looking at social media platforms trying to fight this. So they started out by banning Donald Trump off of platforms. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, YouTube, you name it. He's been banned off of all of them. And Twitter has actually decided to extend yes, yes. that indefinitely. But now I think that their move to remove the like uh, button mm. off of public pages is to basically decrease from the comparison aspect. N- not only that, but the influential aspect as well now if i say for example uh bananas are bad for you and thirty thousand people agree with me maybe a lot of people are going to say maybe hey maybe bananas are bad for me true now don't look at it as the exact concept that bananas are bad for me but let's look at bigger picture a political standpoint for example and that could influence the mindset of a lot of people to say hey maybe that person is right and thirty thousand people agree with that person so hanny's a bad person True. And the thing is, the posts that get more likes would get more exposure. So that caused a lot of people to try and just basically create content that would fish out a lot of likes rather than content that was truly inspirational or that was truly beneficial for their followers. Now, Facebook did announce in a blog post that they were going to basically be removing the likes and focusing on followers instead in an aim to simplify the way that people connect with their favorite pages. Unlike likes, having the algorithm be dependent on the number of followers that a certain page has basically represents the people who can go ahead and receive updates from these pages, which will help give every public figure who has a Facebook page a stronger indication of their fan base. Now, I do like the concept of removing likes when it does come to public figures, but I think the Facebook community in general, now Mm -hmm. we're talking about public figures only, this option should be for public figures only a yeah. dislike button mm. now agree and disagree now people kind of use the the like button as an agree i agree with you and if now, they don't agree they just don't like they just don't like but at the same time you don't know how many people don't agree with that person or disagree with that person that's why i believe when it comes to a public figure profile a like and dislike i, I like what this person is talking about i do not like what this person is talking about to kind of reduce the influence it does come with facebook 
I like this idea. It's definitely a different concept. I never thought Mark of having... Mark Zuckerberg, you know my number. You know where to find me. I want to share. I was just going to say, Mark Zuckerberg, if you're tuning in, Hania has got a new update for you for Facebook public pages. Now, the new update where they will be removing the like button off of public pages will gradually be rolled out to all public pages officially in the coming months. So you still have some time to give out your likes. But last year in July, Facebook was actually also spotted testing out a new design for pages which did include removing the like button so that they can have a much cleaner design much more minimalist uh, format for C- for these pages so after all analysts do know what they're talking about mm-hmm. and when they follow up on all of those social media platforms and Apple and Samsung there is some good that comes out of it yes indeed now 4215 or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio what do you think about Facebook removing the likes on public figure profiles are you with it or against We're going to be taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking about the new social media app or messaging app that is going to kick what's up right off the charts. You're listening to Pulse95. 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 Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? I must say the app we're talking about today has a very weird name for it being a social media platform because when I first heard of it, all I thought of is the toothpaste. Yes, indeed. Toothpaste brand name Signal. Yes, indeed. Now, uh, same thing. When when I read Signal or or I heard the word Signal, I thought about toothpaste. I'm like, why is that only asking me about toothpaste? But it turns out that Signal is coming with a strong signal and going. it might even kick off what's up from the charts as it is in a race to be the most used messaging platform in the world. I feel like ever since 2020, some apps have been lucky enough to boom in the app store within minutes. We started out with Zoom. Within three months, I think it was one of the most downloaded apps in the world. And now Signal is slowly climbing that ladder because it has recently topped the free apps category on the app store, beating WhatsApp in the UAE and even in different countries around the world. Yes, indeed. Now, Signal has climbed to the top spot in the free apps category of the App Store in multiple countries, even including India. Now, the official Twitter handle of Signal has shared a screenshot showing it placed above WhatsApp at the top spot in India. And it said, look what you have done. Now, along with India, it became the top downloaded app in Germany, France, Austria, Finland, Hong Kong, and even Switzerland. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you're probably wondering, what's so special about (laughs) Signal? Why are people opting for it instead of WhatsApp? Well, ever since the terms and conditions that has been updated for the year 2021 on WhatsApp, which kind of gave uh, Facebook a window to look at all your messages that are no longer encrypted, uh, a lot of people are talking about privacy concerns. And the world's richest man, the (laughs) multi-billionaire Elon Musk, tweeted, don't use WhatsApp, use Signal as it is more safe. Now, we do know that Elon Musk's influence is out of this world, literally. And uh, anything he says, whether it's in the stock market, whether it's political, or even if it has something to do with an app on the App Store, it does gain a lot of attention and a lot of traction. The question is, will one tweet from Elon Musk be enough to help Signal dethrone WhatsApp as the messenger, messaging messaging app uh, of choice for many people around the world? Now, uh, as you've mentioned, Hani, ever since WhatsApp launched their brand new terms and conditions, which 
Mark Zuckerberg did come out and say that they were not giving access to private information, but the way the terms and conditions are phrased does make it seem like they would. A lot of people have been flocking and downloading Signal. Now, to, to be honest, Signal does have hope when it comes to privacy. I believe it's a lot private, more private than WhatsApp. Mm. As you've mentioned, WhatsApp is no longer encrypted. That's a big issue since that means that your messages could have and could be read by third parties. But also, Signal has a lot of features, one of them being the ability to blur people's faces in photos, having to enter a PIN number every time you use the application. But at the same time, people can see it both ways. Does this make? Does this mean it's a lot harder to send messages fast enough when you're in a hurry? Now, Tesla CEO Elon Musk has been telling a lot of his followers to go ahead and use the app Signal. My question is, is he planning to invest in Signal, which is which might be one of the reasons why he's he wants people to go ahead and download the app? I think at this point, whether or not he invests, it doesn't really matter to him as he is the world's richest man. But we're going to look at it at two different points of views right now. Now we're looking at it as a privacy concern. Yes, WhatsApp has been under fire, especially because it is owned by Facebook. And we do know that Facebook has a lot of privacy concerns. Now, the thing is that obviously we do know that a lot of people around the world use WhatsApp, whether it's young, old, or Mm middle-aged. And Elon Musk, I'm looking at it from the point of view that, yes, he does want things to be more safe and more encrypted, especially someone who is the world's richest man. He needs to communicate with his business partners in a way which he does not want to use WhatsApp anymore as it is not as safe. True. And again, you want to be safe when you're talking about millions and millions of dollars being transactioned. Now, the real question is, the question of the hour is, will Signal dethrone or kick off WhatsApp from the charts? My opinion, mm-hmm. no. No? No, WhatsApp is not going anywhere again. Omnia, for the people who know what Signal is and knows what it does, privacy, yes, 100%, yes. Mm-hmm. There will be a big majority that will use Signal, mm. 100%. But we're looking at, again, at the people who don't care whether or not their information is being shared. They're not talking about a lot of things or things that make make sense or important for it, whether or not to be shared. Okay, a market, Facebook wants to sell my information to marketers? Mm. Go right ahead. Someone, they've always been doing it. We yeah. can't deny. I mean, we just, just recently found out about yeah. it. But the thing is, it's not just about the chats. So as far as of today, they're saying that our chats are safe. But the issue is... WhatsApp is also asking for other content and information on our phone. So they're asking for, let's say, battery level, service status. They're going to be having access to phone numbers that are part of your contact list. I I mean, so is Signal. So is Signal, but at the same time, there's much more privacy embedded within it. I know, before we fight (laughs) over which app is going to be winning people's hearts, let's give the people a little bit of a background on how Signal works. It's pretty much very similar to WhatsApp. The minute you download it, it is based on your phone number. It'll send you an OTP. You go ahead and you type it in. You create your very own PIN number and you can go ahead, do video calls on Signal. And it's not blocked right here in the UAE. You can share photos. You can share videos. You can basically message people just like you would on WhatsApp. But to me, the format feels a little bit more similar to iMessages than it does to WhatsApp. Uh, There is also the feature of being able to blur people's faces and the concept of having to enter a pin number every time you use it. I do feel like there is a chance for Signal to win the charts simply because we've seen it with Zoom. You know, Mm. Skype used to be very well known. If you would have told, if you would have told, if you would have told someone a few years ago that people were going to be using Zoom Mm. over Skype, they would have said, you know, you're crazy. Mm.
Now, Omnia, you have a great point. Now, again, talking about what's up, we're looking at a different demographic, 100%. True. Now, for me, me as, mm. a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a young adult, again, as an adult, no, I'm not young adult, as an adult, looking at what's up, I don't share information that really matters to anyone. Mm. Or, okay, they can take my IP address, my diagnostic data, my profile picture and name. Well, my profile picture and name is on thousands of other platforms, hundreds of other platforms. So I don't really, it doesn't really matter for me whether or not they're going to take this information to market to me because I don't really use Inst- uh, WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. Again, WhatsApp is being shown and the papers are being shown that, hey, they take your information. There's a lot of other platforms that you use every day that does the same thing, but it hasn't been under fire because it's not the most popular. Again, I'm looking at it from a de- demographic use. I don't think my 80-year-old uh, grandpa cares whether or not WhatsApp is taking the information. And uh, he's got to continue using it because, again, it has been embedded into his life. And maybe, let's talk about two to three years, maybe four years, if Signal gets that uh, that takeoff and a lot of people are opting to start, again, using Signal and and, and creating what, and green groups and, and, yeah. and doing uh, this and that. But again, I don't think WhatsApp is going anywhere. It might just be a slight decline. And uh, this is my opinion on it. I don't feel like uh, what's anything will happen to WhatsApp. A lot of people use WhatsApp and the older generation are in love with WhatsApp. They use video calls, <laughs> voice calls, voice notes. It's just uh, they're, they're more used to it. And when you're used to something, it's very hard to break off that habit. And again, I just don't think that uh, incentive of uh, your, your your information being secure is enough for people to go and make that switch. Well, our text lines are open. 4215-DOR-ITTISALAT or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. Let us know. Are you willing to leave WhatsApp to download Signal so that your privacy would not be breached? Let us know your thoughts. But coming up on the show, we're talking all about Apple launching a brand new gadget. Thinner, lighter, low-cost co- low iPad in 2021. This is Pulse95. Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. Pulse95. Now we've seen kind of a trend when it comes to Apple iPhones and it becoming more low cost for a different type of demographic when it comes to people who don't want to pay the top dollar for the iPhone 12 and the 12 Pros. But now we're seeing the same type of trend with the iPads because Apple is going to launch a thinner, lighter, low-cost iPad in 2021. Yes, indeed. So finally, Apple is actually adjusting to her or its conscious budget or budget-conscious customers. And according to many websites that tend to follow up on Apple, see what they're up to, the upcoming iPad will be basically having the same exact body, the same exact uh, look, but it will include the latest generation uh, iPad Air 3 with no design changes. The display size on the new iPad is also going to remain the same. It will be at 10.2 inches. However, it will be significantly thinner than the iPad Air at 6.3 millimeters. Yes, now the new iPad is also expected to be lighter at 460 grams, 30 grams less than the 490 grams of the current one. Now the device will continue to feature a Touch ID home button and a lightning port with Apple even declining to transition to the USB-C, which, in my opinion, is even much, much better. Now, it's also expected to have a full lamination display, an anti-reflective coating, P3 wide color support, and true tone. Now, again, uh, iPads are becoming very, 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 a not a luxury, again, a need, because obviously, 
we are in the COVID-19 pandemic. <laughs> and again, social distancing and, so- and e-learning has become a top priority. And a lot of children are using their iPads and devices and gadgets a lot more now because obviously they are working or they are studying from home. So having a low-cost iPad will opt more parents and more teachers to kind of push for that iPad uh, ideology. Now, again, I've had an iPad. I have two. I had, I've had two iPads, and both of, the, both of them were great. Now, again, the price point for these iPads have yet uh, to kind of uh, be confirmed, but it, they are suggesting that it may start at around $300, and it is currently the normal iPad is around $330. Yes, indeed. Now, a lot of suggestions uh, of different reports are saying that they may be starting the memory at 64 gigabytes rather than the 32 gigabytes that is offered currently. But let us know your thoughts. Have your children or your siblings been more inclined to using iPads instead of computers or laptops when accessing their distance learning classes? Our text lines are open. 4215, do it to or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. Future Talk is coming to an end, but we got to open up the airwaves for the only place to be at 3, the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. How you guys doing? We're doing great. Omar, tell us, <laughs> what are we expecting on the Halftime Show, the only place to be at 3 now, with you, Omar Duri? Something normally we don't talk about is emotional intelligence. Yes. Now, when it comes down to the modern day sport or even day life, Emotional intelligence plays a huge part, even as much as IQ in general. Mm. Mm -hmm. Now, the emotional intelligence part we're talking about today because we want to see if people are emotionally in touch with their feelings to be able to execute the plan that they've set forward. And that's one of the stories we're talking about today. And we're also talking about a modern day success story. Her name, if I can say this properly, because my pronunciation is not great, G. Yuna. Wow. A former Paralympian and someone with only one leg that has caused uh, a lot of positive uh, energy in the world today that we're living in. And she's actually been a bodybuilder and she's been very successful in China, Beijing 2020. So talk now, about her as well today. Talk mm. about determination. Mm. <laughs> now, emotional intelligence is a very big topic that is most likely swept under the rug. Not many people like to bring it to light. And I love, Omar, uh, how you always bring um, topics that are kind of can be considered taboo. Mm. Not a lot of men like to talk about emotional intelligence or their feelings in general. But we have the halftime show, the only place to be at three, <laughs> bring you everything you need to know, whether it's fitness, physical health, mental health, or gut health. Yes, indeed. I do love whenever Omar talks about mental fitness because that's definitely something that is away, a little bit away from sports, mm-hmm. if we may say so, uh, on the show. So make sure you keep Pulse95 locked. The show will be kicking off in just a few moments. You can catch us again later, same time, same place tomorrow from 2 to 3 p.m. only here on Pulse95. 95. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.